up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. There could be a clash of core values to manage. Watch out for getting all twisted in something that's been blown out of proportion. Taurus. With everything going on around you today, you're feeling a little uneasy. Connect with your loved ones to help you get back to normal. Gemini. You always rush around your day. You never take a moment to take a breather. The sun's in your eighth house of transformation, and this is going to help you realize how important it is to slow down. Cancer. You're not feeling yourself today. The best thing for you to do is isolate. Leo. Venus is in your seventh house of partnership and marriage, Leo, giving you the time to uh, pour some energy into some extra romance into your relationship. Virgo. You're going to be excited about working on your projects and goals. Libra. You don't have confidence in yourself yet, but that's going to change, Libra. The sun's in your second house of self-worth, helping boost your confidence levels. Scorpio. You have a lot on your plate, but that's not going to stop your friends from reaching out to you with their problems. Sagittarius. You've been feeling a bit stretched out about loved ones, and you're not the most verbal person, but you need to express how you feel. Capricorn. You're going to need to put work before everything else today. It's not ideal, but this has to get done. Aquarius. You need to start thinking about your finances, Aquarius, because uh, you might be stable now, but that could change. Pisces. You may have to go against many things you believe in and change your moral compass. And there are your Thursday morning horoscopes on Chum 104.5. Take a look at them on the website now at chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up on Chum. And the Thursday morning turn up starts now on Chum 104.5. We're here uh, getting ready to get things started. Uh, and, you know, I did say yesterday that I felt like it was a... A short week, but now I feel like it's moving quickly, so I take it back. <laughs> it's already Thursday. Yay! Right? Oh, happy, Jamar. Happy. Yeah, right? You like that? Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. So happy Thursday to everybody. We got lots on the way, including your birthday jackpot. Um, we're going to give you a chance at $500, maybe even a chance at $5,000. 8 o'clock is the first time that happens today. Then we do it again at 11, 1, and 4. Also, we're going to talk about some signs. If you're in a relationship right now, and you're kind of not sure if things are going to go to the next level, to the next step, if you guys are going to actually really do the do. There are four signs that you are headed for a breakup that you need to be aware of. I know, right? Someone's heart just dropped. They're like, I wanted to know all year. You will know today. Uh, at 6 o'clock, we'll talk about the four signs you are headed for a breakup. And uh, they are all authored by my friend Blake Carter over here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would be an expert. <laughs> Listen, I, I know I'm how I'm almost to... an expert, actually. I, I have broken up a relationship or two in my day, so I, I understand. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. All right, John Tory, Mayor John Tory is officially stepping down tomorrow in a letter to the city. He said, I want to thank the people of Toronto for trusting me as mayor since 2014. I continue to be deeply sorry and apologize to the people of Toronto and to all those hurt by my actions without exception. Uh, he also says, this has been the job of a lifetime. And while I've let many people, including myself, down in this instance, I have nonetheless been deeply honored by the opportunity to serve the people of this wonderful city for more than eight years. And I hope I have achieved some good for the city I truly love. A lot of mixed emotions. Yeah. On this one, yeah, you know, and just an unf an unfortunate way to have to leave your job. Yeah, very I mean, unfortunate. There way. was a quick minute where it seemed like a lot of people were trying to get him not to resign or to re rescind the resign, the mm -hmm. resignation, but um, that's not the case anymore. I I think he uh, is gonna have to put in a lot of time at home. Yeah, right now, and 100%. I think that's his number one focus. One hundred percent, as it should be. Uh, definitely, as it should be. Uh, so. Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, the baby, all over British Vogue. The photo is absolutely incredible. So let's talk about a perfectly timed PR. Everything. Like, we've been waiting to see this family in, in its completion, and we didn't see a peep until after the Super Bowl performance, and that was all by design. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing, though, she did randomly share photos of the baby 
like a, I think it was like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out now the reason that she did share the photos, because it was kind of out of nowhere, and yeah. it wasn't like a very cool reveal like the British Vogue that they just did. Yeah. Uh, paparazzi, she had been taking photos for a shoot, and paparazzi, sneaky ones, got photos of the baby, and she said she went and gave them to Jason Lee at Hollywood Unlocked because she uh, she wanted black media to get the scoop. First. Have the baby photos post first. Okay, so she okay. sent the photos over to Jason Lee and she said, just post them okay. before they can. Wow. It's just, just, and I, 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 do they have, I don't know where they have the law. Is it in the UK now? Mm. But you can't post people's children without their consent? Yeah. Is that, it, it is legal, illegal in some places. It is. But I guess not in America still. Not in America still. They need America, to do that. It's the wild, wild west with paparazzi in it's the US. It's their children. Yeah. Their parents need to consent for them. So anyway, now we have the beautiful pictures of the child and some beautiful pictures of her and ASAP Rocky. But what everyone wants to know, is this album happening? I was kind of feeling like no. She kind of goes back and forth in the, in the article and says, she says, honestly, it would be ridiculous if it's not this year. Right. I th- so after she said that, I kind of feel like the album's done. Yes. She's like, but I just want to have fun and make music. But then she talks about how, you know, your style changes and you do something and then you're like, ew, I don't like that anymore. I feel like there's like 20 albums she's done. (laughs) She just doesn't. She keeps going like, oh, now I don't like that anymore. Now I'm not into this. Now I kind of want to add this vibe and this vibe. So, And she also says Auntie was like, she didn't realize until after it was a near perfect album. Yeah. So she has to live up to that. The Rihanna Anti album. Now I'm gonna go to record nerd on you guys. If you own the LP or the uh, the the vinyl of that record, on some sites it's going for over a thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. That, wow. that, that album, the Rihanna's last album, is regarded as the best in her entire eight album. Yeah. It's so now she has to live up. Especially even, like, look at the Super Bowl. Yeah. She hadn't performed in so long, so everyone there's so much extra pressure. Mm-hmm. Now with this album, we can't get a mid album. This has to be one of the it greatest a, albums. It has to be a smash. Yeah. Can you imagine if she had like eight albums or like nine albums ready? And it's like a, a Rihanna album multiverse and you can choose your own adventure. Uh, that would actually be incredible. <laughs> Whatever she's going to do, you know she's going to do it big. It's going to be incredible. We can't wait. And I love that we're getting to see pictures of the family. I'm Blake Carter and that's what's trending. Sweet. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. I'll tell you what's on my mind. You know, we've got this announcement from uh, the former, soon to be former Mayor John Tory. And similarly, this weekend, I was uh, confronted with a couple situations in my friend groups. One friend let me know that he and his wife were on their way out. Another friend is telling me that an attempt to get back together with his partner ended and they're finally getting a divorce. Oh. It's just that I just want everyone to remember, as you're driving around looking at the cars next to you, people driving their cars, or if you're walking around, you're walking past people, so many situations in people's homes that you have no idea. Absolutely no idea. The people you're working with, uh, everyone's having these separate experiences that they're holding inside, that they're trying to figure out in their minds, dramatic things, things that they're ashamed of. Just remember that like a lot of people are going through things. A lot of people are going through a lot of emotional things. I myself am going through things. So um, just keep that in mind as you... Uh, you know, keyboard warrior today. Definitely. Start putting comments on posts. And not like everybody's that. as open about their struggles. Yeah. You can know someone for a long time, work beside someone for a long time, and have absolutely no idea no clue. what's going on at home. No clue. Not everyone's no clue. like me and just, like, spills it all out. <laughs> Verbal diarrhea at all times. <laughs> and I kind of like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just be mindful of that because you yourself are going through something and everyone else is going through something. We're all going through something. And some things we're not proud of and some things uh, we wear on our sleeve. And it's just a... Uh, it's a cornucopia of situations. Yeah. But just be, be good to each other. That's what I say. Yeah, I know, because sometimes you can get really frustrated, especially driving around in the city, walking around the city with different things people do. I always just t- try to take a breath and just go, okay. Speaking of taking a breath, how's your can cough? Oh, my gosh. Can cough. You guys, we, can, we can't talk about can cough anymore because <laughs> I was on the end of my can cough. I have my inhaler. I've been doing pretty good. I got a little tickle that's still happening, but we talked about it so much. We jinxed. I'm saying we jinxed me yesterday. <laughs> I went to like some little PR event, you know, so you know the type of people that are at the PR events yeah. and everyone's dressed really well and they invite you to come, but then they're always looking at you like, why are you here? Right. <laughs> you know, and then I walk in and the second I walk in and they ask my name, I was like. Blake and it started and I was trying to hide it and then I did the like that that awful embarrassing noise and I had to run to the I could barely ask where the bathroom was wow. and I was I had like a full-on coughing fit like eyes crying I had to like bend over the counter yeah. and some people were like are you okay and of course I didn't bring my inhaler ah 
the savior. The one time I didn't bring my inhaler, I was mortified. Here's a way to deal with the cough when you cough in public. When you cough, ask the person who, who's watching you cough. Be like, how'd you get rid of your cough? <laughs> because they definitely had a cough at some point. By the numbers I'm looking around, everyone's like, everyone. Cough. Yeah. Say, like, how'd you get rid of yours? And they'll be like, what do you mean? <laughs> how'd you get rid of? Well, your- that would have been the whole room because it was a small space and everyone was staring at me. Yeah. Well, that's what those rooms do. All right. Well, you sound good now. Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Recovered. Shout out to the Can Cough crew. <laughs> Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm chum. I might just save your relationship right now. All right? <laughs> or end it. Uh, good call. Um, you should write down this name right now. Um, if you're looking for some tips on how to save your relationship. I've actually read a lot of this guy's work. His name is Dr. John Gottman. G-O-T-T-M-A-N. And um, he has founded what they call the Gottman Institute, which is like a research-based approach to making relationships stronger. So it's not like, hey, you need to buy her more gifts and stuff like that. It's like, according to research, this is how you create a stronger bond with a person. Okay. Interesting. It's really good stuff. Um, And it's the subject of many couples therapy sessions. And he even has like a whole school, like the Gottman School. Like if you're trying to get your relationship onto the right track, there's a whole like book and like this, all this really good stuff. So I highly recommend it. But John Gottman, the doctor, has released four signs that you are headed for a breakup according to his research. So this is not just some theory. This is like after tons and tons of looking at couples and figuring out what broke the couples up, he found four wow. different things that are like hit the, the nail on the head every time. If you're listening and started to automatically feel anxious listening to this. Yeah, I know. Your relationship's probably getting pretty good. Well, close. one of these, a lot of people, you'll you'll recognize them. Number one. Toxic criticism. If you're in a relationship with somebody who's always criticizing you and it's not building you up, it's always making you feel bad about yourself. It's toxic. Why would you want that? You don't want it, actually. That's why it makes you feel the way you feel. What you need to do is leave. Get out. Break up. And if you don't break up, that person's actually probably going to break up with you anyway because they don't like you. I mean, Straight I know, right? To the point. It, it feels weird saying it, but that's what it's about. Like, you know, you know, toxic. Well, they probably don't like themselves, and they're taking it out on you, Very and you call. don't deserve that, so you should exit. Very good call. Um, the next sign of four is defensiveness. Anytime you bring up something to the person, they get super defensive, and they're not able to kind of step back and just at least hear you out. It Some always... people don't want to be told about themselves. I know. Ever. I'm one of them. <laughs> like, I'm working on it. I won't be told by myself. I'm perfect. So I thought. Um, but yeah, defensiveness is not a good sign. It means that the person's not receptive to anything that you tell them. And then like, what kind of relationship is that? You can't be with someone like that long term. Like you have to be able to have conversations about hard things and work on it. That brings us to the next one. The third sign that you're headed for breakup. Stonewalling. Stonewalling is a term for when... If you don't like what's being said, you turn off and you decide that I'm not saying anything. Mm. Silent treatment. Is everything okay? Yep. Are you Are you sure? Are we good? Yep, I'm good. Oh, I hate that. Ooh, I, I that I just I just got I felt like anger in my belly. Yeah. That especially because I'm a very I'm very big on energy and I pick up on stuff right away. So there's nothing that makes me more angry than when someone's trying to tell me they're okay. There's nothing wrong, and I'm like, I can feel your blood boiling. And my makes, blood is boiling now. It makes the temperature in the house really cold. Mm-hmm. And it makes yes. everything very awkward. Yes. Stonewalling. Um, the fourth sign that you're heading for a breakup, and this one is uh, one of the best, well, best worst if you call it that. Um, contempt. Contempt is when inside, in your heart, in your gut, you have a feeling about this person that is just not good. Mm. And you start kind of making it fester and it festers and it festers. And all of a sudden, you've got this deep, like ill, negative feeling about Resentment the towards Resent- them. Yeah. And it actually starts to come out in how you interact with the person. And sometimes you, you can't go back. Like once you've seen a side of someone, yeah. you want it. You want to go back to that honeymoon phase or those good memories, but you, you just can't. Yeah. So here are those four uh, signs that you're headed for breakup. Uh, toxic criticism, defensiveness, stonewalling, and contempt. Write those down, and you should probably let that person get away. I woke up, woke up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Good morning. The Jum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Got a couple cool uh, entertainment tidbits for you guys. Uh, any fans of Disney's The Little Mermaid, there is a brand new trailer that you'll be happy to hear uh, with a little 
a little uh, peep of Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, and also some of the songs from the uh, the film. Oh, I Out of the sea, wish I could be. There she is. Because uh-huh. we'd heard the little the, 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 the Chloe part right first, and then uh, or Hallie, and then uh, I haven't heard the Melissa McCarthy yet. That sounded good. Yeah, that sounded nice that, and evil. That, that cackle. That sounded good. I really like good that stuff. Did you uh, did you see that photo of Kendall Jenner's hand that went viral? What is going on ago? with Kendall? I've se- I've seen people talking about Kendall Jenner's hands, and I'm like, why are we talking about? So this? obviously, you know, the Kardashians and Jenners are kind of infamous for Photoshop. Who isn't? Infamous for photoshopping. Everybody uses filters and photoshops these days. This is not just on the Jenners and Kardashians, but they are more closely looked at, so people often call them out. Now, there's a photo she posted on vacation. It was in, like, a swipe through on her Instagram, and it appeared her hand was manipulated. Did you see the photo? No, I haven't seen the Okay, photo. check your email right now. I would like you to, to tell me. I just sent it to you. Got it. Scroll down this little article. Do you see the hand? Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> oh, and you're going to feel bad for saying that because she's saying, and I, as soon as I saw it, oh. as a tall girl, and I've been told many times I have E.T. fingers and creepy long hands, she's now saying those are just her hands. So her and her best friend, Haley Bieber, got on Instagram last night to tell the world to, like, get off her back. So Sitting wait. here analyzing, look how bizarre her hand looks normally. This is live, live footage of the hands. And she showed her hand, her hand is just that long and... I see what's going like. Okay, so in this picture that's being scrutinized, what looks like her pinky is really like her index and ring, no, her, her middle and ring finger. And you can see the pinky next to it. So it looks like she has this really long hand. I think it's, it's it, just the way the angle of the photo. I personally probably wouldn't have used yeah. that photo. I would have gone to another. I'm sure she has many great photos of her half naked. Like I'm, I'm like you could have <laughs> you could have chosen any other one of those photos. But those are those are just her hands. It's an optical illusion of, of sorts. Yes. But but you know to her credit, everybody has a part of their body that they're insecure with. I'm insecure about my hands. Are you? Yeah, because I have, I've really are they tiny? No, my my nails are nasty. So I need well, to get take care of that then. I, I should. I just don't. So okay, in we're every photo, you for a manicure then. In, in every photo I take, I hide my hands somehow. You'll see it. Like if you go through my photos, you'll see like I, I, your hands look great. No, 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 no. I, 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 I strategically hide my hands in photos. Isn't like, that everyone so has something yeah. that, that you wouldn't even realize bothers them? All of my photos, like I would have never I guessed. I fold your my hand. hands. I put my hands into fists. I put them behind my back. Oh. I put them on, like I have you a do whole the Arthur fist. One hundred percent. I have a whole like array of hand poses, so I so you don't see how bad my nails are. <laughs> but everybody has one. Oh my god! Okay, well your hands look just fine uh, this morning. Yeah, anyway. you haven't looked. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, Kendall, no, no, no foul. Everybody got something. I mean. I'd rather be a Kardashian with long hands. Right. Than, you know, like. I think she's going to be okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Okay, I'm so excited to share these two stories with you guys because I just, I love good, I love when people with money do good things. Same. You know, and, and I don't really have this kind of money to do this. I wish I could. So good on them for doing it. So Michael Jordan tomorrow is going to be 60 years old. Okay. So to celebrate his birthday. He is making a donation. Now, he is a Make-A-Wish chief ambassador, okay? So he joined on with them in about 2008, uh, and he has donated $10 million. Wow. $10 million. That is the largest individual contribution in their history. That's a lot of wishes. Right? $10 million. Incredible. And just to think, like, oh, it's my birthday. I've got everything I need, so let me give back. Well, that's how you should do it. I love that. Well done. $10 million. Now, if you have $10 million to donate, how much more money do you Right? Have? That's what I started thinking. I don't even think that that hurt his pockets at all. That probably didn't even make a dent. Mm-hmm. And another one of my favorites, I just love him, Tyler Perry. This story makes me emotional. So because he has the Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta, it was doing big things for film and TV, uh, but the issue is it has like upped the property taxes in the area. Mm. So there are some low-income seniors that are having trouble having to pay their property taxes right now. So he has gone and donated 750000 this year to Atlanta's low-income seniors. So basically the money will go to pay off their property taxes, pay off their back taxes. Wow. 
and it'll also stop the rates from hiking for, I think, the next 20 years. And he is committed as well to uh, donate 500K every year for the next four years. So about 2.5, so, sorry, $2.7 million you he's see, putting in. You see, that that's a man who, like, for all intents and purposes, gentrified the neighborhood he went into, but did something. Yes, you know exactly. I, I love that he did that. I'm just, oh, just giving back, yeah. giving back to the people, giving back to the, the people in the low-income houses. I love that. And he's going to keep doing it over the next few years. I read this and I'm just like, oh, he's just such a good human. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been through a lot. So, you know, he knows what it feels like. I love Tyler Perry. That's what's up. Tyler Perry, big up. Good stuff for that. I'm Blake Carter and that's what's trending. Thank you. Baby, wake up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Mornings on Chum. Here's another one of those tips. It seems like a different one every day. This is how to uh, make yourself happier. Something you could do every day that will make you happier. Like a couple weeks ago was drink coffee. And a month ago was... And then this week they favorite. said, no, actually, coffee might be terrible for you. Right, Don't. Right, <laughs> um, Today, they say the thing you could do just once a day that will make you happier is speak to your best friend. Just a conversation with your best friend once a day makes people happier uh and they did this a study of over a thousand people and they said yes it actually shows that if you talk to your best friend every day you seem to have better moods yeah than other people who don't just like a catch-up just joke around i'm someone who doesn't really like talking on the phone i'm like a, a text me kind when of person. did we get here I, I i don't know there's only certain people i want to sit and talk on the phone to and i i find for some of my friends like i'll be so tired at the end of the day you know we talk on the radio we're busy out doing things so when i get home i'm like the last thing i want to do is talk on the phone but then when i do talk to that particular best friend i always am like re-energized so allow me to throw better. this back a couple years 2000s maybe even 90s when we would sit on the phone with somebody and be like, all right, I'm going to hang up. Yeah. No, you hang up. No, you I hang up I miss that. No, you, there was a time where we couldn't get, people would fight to get the phone in the house. Hey, I need the phone. Get off the phone. Blake, I need the phone. And now we're at the point where no one wants to talk on the no, phone anymore. We have too many points of contact now. That's the thing. If you didn't call someone and talk on the phone before, if you didn't live in the same city, work with them, go to school, that was the only way you could communicate. Now we have social media. So they can, you know, DM you on Instagram, on Facebook, text, voice note, this, that. So I feel like phone calls are kind of out the window. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what's even more out the window than phone calls, voicemails. I don't like getting voicemails. Oh, no, never. Yeah. I will. I don't listen. I don't like voicemail. Mine's full for a reason, and I will not delete them because I don't want any more. I think the phone companies should just drop voicemail from the service at this point. They're not. It's kind of outdated, who's, obsolete. Who still really checks their voicemail? And Your mother. Mm. <laughs> That's the only one very true. That's very, very true. And you know who else is the only one that leaves voicemails? Your mother. Facts. Exactly. Well, anyway, if you want to feel a little bit better, according to the research, it's talk to your best friend today and every day. So you feel much better than the average person. Do you have a lot of best friends or? That, I do. I've moved around a lot. So yeah. I do have a lot of best friends. So I have like two of them. And we text all the time. I don't know why we're not talking. All right. Call your best friend. Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. Essentially, we're all big kids trying to live our kid dreams now that we're adults and we have control of this, our lives. This is true. Right? Uh, G-Eazy, uh, showing, what was, was so it So I've been, I've been going down an architectural digest rabbit hole on YouTube, okay? So they do these, like, uh, AD open door where they go into celebrities' houses. And I was watching, like, Sarah Paulson had one with her mini Malibu beach house. And then they start showing, suggesting other celebrities, like Demi Lovato. I watched Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian's this, house last night. This feels to me like cribs. Is yeah, it, it, is, like it cribs? is. It's pretty much like. An elevated cribs, elevated I guess. Cribs. And, and it's a little faster. They're like 11 minutes or whatever. But uh, I watched one from 2021 with G-Eazy. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to see what his house is like. But he mentioned something during the house tour. And I'm like, yes, you know what? Damn right. I would, I, I'm grown up now. I make my money. I would definitely do this. It's actually one of my favorite rooms in the house. When I'm here alone, sometimes I'll crash in this room. Sometimes I'll sleep on my couch. Sometimes I'll sleep in the downstairs guest room. That's kind of like me being a big kid, you know, in, in, in my home and having it all to myself and being able to do what I want. He sleeps in all the rooms. In all the rooms. Whatever, because he, he was showing off the spare bedroom. And he's like, it's one of my favorite rooms, actually, because, you know, he showed the main bedroom. And he's like, I, it's my house. I paid for it. I'm going to sleep wherever I want to. Yeah. This is like, this reminds me of when you were a kid and you, your parents find you passed out in the living room. Get yes. Go to your bed. Yeah. Oh, you're passed out in, in the uh, in the den. Go to bed. 
And and when you when you have like a big mansion like that as a celebrity, like make use of all those rooms. So he sleeps in all the rooms. All the rooms. Funny. Because he can. Uh, the question for you is, what are you doing now that you weren't able to do as a kid, but because you're an adult, you're going all in on it. I remember when I was a kid, it used to frustrate me walking around the, the supermarket, my mother, and I'd be, you know, walking past the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the tricks, walking past the Lucky Charms, and then she'd stop on the shredded wheat or the <laughs> raisin bread. <laughs> and she'd throw those into the cart. I'm like, no, what's up with some Count Chocula? So now I buy whatever cereal I want. Really? Yeah, and I do it very intentionally. I'm like, I'm buying that cereal because I want that cereal and because they're my groceries. I am a big man and I can eat Lucky Charms if I want to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? I don't. I I have something similar (laughs) at my home uh, growing up. We were never allowed to eat in front of the TV. We had to eat at the table, TV off. There's a reason why? Um, my, my, my dad just liked rules, okay? Uh-huh. There was really no rhyme or reason. It was uh, because I said so okay. in that household, yeah. okay? So when I moved out, the first thing I started doing was eating on my couch. <laughs> now I can't stop, won't stop. It's almost a problem. Like, I find it difficult to even eat when there's no TV in front of me. This I'm thing so a, used to it. This thing a lot of people uh, in the younger generations don't even eat at the table anymore. They're saying, like, dinner around the table with I don't know any of my friends that eat at a table and most of us can't afford a place big enough to fit a table but (laughs) even if I could I haven't (laughs) and this is like where I get really nerdy I have an eating tray you have an eating tray? <laughs> Producer Simone knows what's up with the eating tray. Wait, you have an eating tray too? Of course. What's the eating tray for? Well, they're, they're actually like supposed to be laptop trays, right? Yeah. A little beanbag thing with like the heart. So it's a beanbag on the bottom and then a flat surface on the top. <laughs> so you can work at like, it's like you can sit on your couch and work, but I just eat off it. This yeah, sounds solid like, surface. It sounds very 80s to me because, you know, back in the 80s, they used to like a tray. Yeah, yeah. I odd. used to have those, but now <laughs> the, the beanbag ones are much more comfortable and they also come in all different like colors and patterns and stuff. So. I, I kind of have. Does it have a little slot you can put your tablet in? Also, it has a cup holder. Yeah, and some of them do have that. <laughs> and it's them. like an honor if you come to my house and I give you your own eating tray. <laughs> okay. Well, question: She's eating in front of the television. I'm buying all the cereals. What are you doing now that you're an adult that you weren't able to do when you were a kid? Text us at one zero four five three six. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. There's some deep psychology at work here. I mean, you'd be surprised how many things you do now that are literally in protest of your childhood. Yes. Like, when I think about it, my mom, you know, Jamaican parents, they grew grew up with all that colonial bull crap and, like, wanted you to be all proper and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she always had us in, like, college shirts. And, like, I went to a prep school where they had us wearing blazers and stuff like that. You must look so cute, though. Well, guess what? A little blazer. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I dare you on my social media to find a picture of me in a collared shirt. Oh. You'll never see it. I'll take that challenge. I'm going to go. Look. I mean, outside of a suit yeah, for like an when event. you have to. Like, if, if I'm just chilling, like, like just regular clothing, you'll never see me in a collared shirt. And I think that's in protest of like what my, my parents wanted. Yeah, it is. Now that I'm out, I'm never wearing a collar. There are so many little things that we do. We don't even realize. Well, now we're realizing it. Right. Uh, 104.536, if you wanted to text in things that you do now that maybe you couldn't do as a kid. I eat dessert first if I want to. That was like the first text that came through. So they start the meal with the dessert? Yeah. That would have been forbidden for Oh, my God. Most households. Like, every household. Can you imagine starting with the chocolate cake, then the meal? Well, you're an adult now. You can do that and ruin your your appetite if you want to. (laughs) I bought a dog because as a kid, my parents were really against it. A lot of people I know do that. Uh, someone says, I buy toys for my young son that I was never allowed to have. I love this. I go to bed at any time I want. <laughs> yeah. And sleeping in. That, for me, was huge. My, my dad was just very, just, you know, liked his rules, like things like that. And he would just guilt you. Like, weekends, it was like, wake up, time to start doing chores. Here's a list of things you need to get done. And so that I almost feel a little guilty still when I sleep in. Really? Like, there's a moment, and, like, I'll wake up at, like, a, like a regular, I'd say, like, 8 or 9 on a weekend. And I'm like, I have nothing to do today. No. I can go back to sleep. Girl, you need to do some more, uh, more morning radio. Right? I feel no <laughs> guilt sleeping in. Like, I'm going to lay in this bed. I like this text. My dad liked rules, too. We weren't allowed to watch TV in the mornings before school, so now I always turn the TV on before I go to work, even if I don't have time to watch it. Turn the TV on. Really? You see, a lot of this is what we're doing. We're taking control of the things that we had no control over Exactly. children. Um, Give me one more. Anyone else saying anything in this? Um, I'm able to buy whatever animal I want to without having to explain why. This includes bearded dragons, snakes, and geckos. 
Okay, you've got a little reptile zoo these over there. Testing children, adults. Uh, Producer Simone, what are you doing now as an adult? Now that you're, uh, you don't have to listen to your parents. So the, uh, I actually bought a white, white couch because my parents would never let me sit on their white couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But now I'm regretting it. I, there, there is a reason why. Be, the, because white couch is too much maintenance. Yeah, they get dirty really quickly. But I respect it. I respect their choice. Yeah, you know what? Come to think of it, I'm going to put plastic on my couch in my living room, and then I'm going to go sit on it. I'm going to oh, sit the on plastic that plastic couch. couch. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> take that. And then I'm going to eat off of the china out of the break front. Mom? Dessert first. <laughs> Dessert first. Exactly. All right. Here's to protesting against our parents. Cheers with our coffees. Channel 104.5. Good Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. <laughs> Toronto's Morning Show. Oh, all these memories are coming back now. When I was a kid and my mom used to pack a lunch for me, you know, once again, Jamaican parents, my mom would pack like, Rice and peas and chicken, mm. curry goat and white rice. Well, yeah, you go to school. You wanted days. Lunchables. I mean, you go to school. You just wanted American Lunchables. kids. Like, they're like, what's that? I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm loving it. But they're just looking at it like, what is oh it? Oh, my gosh, I would have loved that. Now when I make my lunches, I'm making the biggest sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like making these three-foot-tall roast beef sandwiches and stuff like that. And maybe it's in protest. I don't know. That's what we all do, though. According to uh, what GEZ said, he's now just living in different parts of his house, sleeping in his living room, sleeping in his kitchen, sleeping in everywhere. Because he can do what he wants. Because he wasn't able to when he was a kid. What are you doing? He bought his house and he can sleep where he damn well wants to. You do the same. What are you doing now? that you weren't able to do when you were a kid, but you do it now because you're an adult. Funny you were talking about sandwiches, because on text at 104.536, if you want to text us, when having a sandwich at home, it had to be thin layer of egg salad or just one piece of meat. <laughs> now I put on as much as I want to. <laughs> Policing your sandwich making, that sounds right, like something my right. family would do. Uh, hey, Daniela here. My boyfriend always wants to eat in bed because he was never allowed to as a kid. I don't think anyone was allowed to eat in bed. Despite me hating it, but hey, my opinion doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I think we're I think we're starting a fight this morning. <laughs> Very um, playing music as loud as I want to. There's nothing better than doing my housework while blasting soca music. I hear you on that. Uh, my parents kept us from doing a lot of things as a kid and as a teen. Um, but now I make a point of not saying to my kids no because I said so. And that was something my dad always said. I caught myself almost saying that the other day, and I had to stop. That one's really annoying when parents say it. And I th- I've heard like some child psychologists and stuff now, they say like you should try to explain things to children, like why they can't do that and not just the shut them down. No. Can you imagine we came, we are a generation of kids that they didn't explain anything to us. It was like, no, because I said so. And Don't that was it. That. And, we, and we took it. We're like, oh, no, okay. Yeah, it's like, that's it. And then you couldn't pick up a phone and text your friends. Can you believe my mom said this? It was no text. No, not at all. You sit in your room and look at the posters of Michael Jackson and go, why did they treat me me like this? Oh, this one hits me too. And someone texts, I wasn't able to take long showers when I lived at home because I would run up the water bill. Uh, Or so my parents said. So now that I have my own house, I take the longest, hottest showers and I enjoy every second of it. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people. Like, remember your mom and dad? You're going to run out the hot water. Yep. Yeah, I run out. No, and I feel you. when I go home to visit my parents, yeah. I'm very conscious of how long I'm in the shower because yeah. I know they're like they're like timing me. Yeah. I take the fastest showers I can possibly take. As a grown adult, I do that at their house. And this is cute. Me and my boyfriend, we play video games at all hours, even late nights, because we both weren't allowed to stay up late and play when we were growing up. That is solidarity. So funny. <laughs> That's why we have this gamer generation. Yes. This gamer generation is the kids that were getting like the Nintendo unplugged. No more Super Mario, click. Yes, oh my gosh, my dad would always unplug like the modem or even unplug our phone, just to, like cut us off. Unplug the modem. Yes. Oh my God, my heart <laughs> skipped the beat when you said that. Are you on that internet again? Yep, Done. at a certain time it was unplugged. And now I'm using all the data. Right? Wow, very interesting. Okay, that's what we're doing. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Shout out to all the adults who are kids at heart. All right. Uh, one of the funny texts. <laughs> texts. Uh, now I speak incorrect because I'm an adult. <laughs> uh, one of the funniest texts that we got was I eat and go swimming without waiting three hours. <laughs> I want to see where in the rule book, like they said, 
that you need a mandatory three hours before you can go back into the pool. I don't think that rule even exists. It's a rule because they said so. I think the parent group just made it up. Yes. Okay, well, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going to take it. No, we're going swimming. <laughs> okay. And we're going to eat jalebi for breakfast because we're adults now, right? Anyway. Totally. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. There's a whole generation of people that don't know Kelly Clarkson from American Idol. Like, it's just not even a thing. Right? Not a thing. That maybe thinks she's just a talk show host now? Yeah. Oh, that the, the talk show host woman, yeah. I think. And your American Idol is Kelly Clarkson. That's what I see. But, like, Kelly Clarkson is a totally different person to them. Another person who's been around for a while, Pink. Yes. Pink is releasing another album tomorrow. Um, we have a snippet of one of the songs. Do we have a snippet? Yes. It's a brand new song from Pink, and this one is a really emotional one, it, too. It, it, it's, it's sad, because it's for her late father. Yep, take it. Take a listen. Is there a bar up there where you've got a favorite chair where you sit with friends and talk about the weather? That's Pink's new song. Yeah, that's when I get there, and it's going to be on her album that's coming out tomorrow. That's called Trustfall. Trustfall. And it was like it was a song for her dad, and she shared a little snippet on her Instagram, and it's it's quite emotional because her dad did a voiceover on it before he passed away in 2021. So. Like, definitely gets to you. All right, that I don't think the whole album is going to be sad songs, okay. but this one definitely is. Thanks for the heads up. Now we'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love Pink. Powerful voice. Awesome performer. Brand new album tomorrow. Excited about that. 736, let's take a look at uh, what's trending this morning. Blake Carter. Uh, I definitely want to talk about some new music out tomorrow, like Pink is coming out, and there is a new song coming out by a Toronto artist that I am just absolutely obsessed with, so I want to share that with you also. We got to talk John Tory. Another homegrown. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. We, we love to celebrate Torontonians that are doing big things. So I'm so excited to share with you in just a second uh, some new music coming out tomorrow by an artist here that we play on Chum. She has teamed up with a huge artist um, for a new song. That's tomorrow. I'm going to get to that in one second. First, John Tory officially tomorrow is stepping down as the mayor of Toronto. He uh, put a letter out saying, I want to thank people of Toronto for trusting me as mayor since 2014. I continue to be deeply sorry and I apologize uh, to the people of Toronto and to all of those hurt by my actions without exception. This has been a job of a lifetime and while I've let many people, including myself, down, I have nonetheless been deeply honored by the opportunity to serve the people of this wonderful city for more than eight years and I hope I achieved some good for the city I truly love. One of the more shocking stories of the year, I'll say. I mean, no one really... No one, that was on no one's bingo card. Like, no one was thinking that was going to happen at all. I thought the aliens were coming before this would have happened. Definitely. Well, maybe I'm stepping down for a different reason, but definitely not for... Not for this. Yeah. Yeah. We're all human. Um, I I hope him and his family find some really uh, good healing quickly. Yeah, he definitely needs to spend some time with the family and fix that. Yeah. Figure that out. Um, okay, well, speaking of Toronto people we love, happy birthday to the weekend. He turns 33 today. Uh, and another one of my personal Toronto favorites is an artist called Lou Calla. So here's Lou's song we play on Chum. It's a bop. It is. It's so good, and I get, I get chills just hearing it. Why I love Lou so much, I actually met her at a charity event back in 2017 when she was just starting to kind of get on the music scene, working her butt off. Like, she showed up. She was the performer. She did her own hair and makeup. I shared a dressing room with her. So watching her kind of grow uh, and to have a song on Chum is incredible. And tomorrow, she's dropping a song with this artist that you might recognize. Yeah, cheek, I could be a fantasy. I could tell you got beat, beat energy. It ain't too many of them. So Lou Calla and Lotto nice. are dropping a song tomorrow. It's called Lottery. Here's a tease of it. Hey. Listen, I said this a couple days ago. I'll say it again. This disco vibe is really, really like a prerequisite for having a hit right yes. now. I don't think it's going anywhere for a okay, minute. I'm loving it. I like it. So we'll play more of that for you tomorrow on Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Well, I'm sure Marilyn will like it, too. She's a disco head. Uh, Marilyn's out today nursing some uh, some icky-sicky, mm-hmm. as we all are. Shout out to the Can Cough crew. <laughs> Can Cough.
Can't call. <laughs> we're we're fulfilling our, our can't cough requirement because we now are we are we like giving a nod to each other now on the street I, when you see someone hacking, I, you're just like, yeah. I think yeah. I think it should be a term of like a little endearment now. You give them the little Like a nod, like a Jeep wave, like something like that, you know? Yeah, or like the little the head bob, like I yeah, get what, you. What up, I got you. Mm-hmm. What up? Can't cough. Yeah, what up? <laughs> Alright, shout out to the can't cough crew. To the morning show with Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Recent news about a Toronto iconic restaurant brings back memories of drunken nights <laughs> trying to find some place to soak up the alcohol. Um, everyone could, you know, you remember that. You go to a club all night, dude, 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 where are we going after this? Uh, some place that could serve you maybe like a pancake or some hash or just a burger, some greasy, some greasy food. Some greasy, some greasy food. food. So I, I haven't gone to this place yet, and I feel like I pass it every day. Uh, but people are upset about Lakeview Restaurant seeming to close. What's the deal there? Yeah, and it's, it's funny you say, because I don't think I've ever been to the Lakeview Restaurant sober. Not <laughs> not <laughs> once. You just said you went. I've been multiple times, just not sober. Gotcha. <laughs> ever. So it's right, you, I'm sure you already know, but it's just off Ossington on Dundas, a 24-hour diner. It is a staple in this city, okay? Most people have been there. So they put out a very cryptic message, and people thought they were shutting down. Dear Toronto, it's not you, it's us. Our relationship has been a wild ride but it's time for us to take a step back we need some time to spread our wings and try new things but don't worry we'll still keep in touch someday maybe sooner than later we'll get back together and rekindle our love until then farewell fair city I just feel like I've been broken up with. Right? Like, what is that? So dramatic. Yeah, and this place has been uh, frequented by, of course, the residents of Toronto and also uh, some notables like Guy Fieri, who came in for uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives and did a whole uh, episode there. That's pretty dope. Uh, It's been around for 91 years. Yeah, 1932. Is that incredible? Listen, I love a good diner. You know, with, like, the bar stools, Mm -hmm. tile floors, you got the, the counter... Maybe you have a soda jerk. You can get like a cream soda or a soda. You know, a cream. But uh, now we know they're just doing renovations. So if you if you were, you know, sad about the possible breakup, don't worry. They're just setting down to kind of like rework things and come back bigger and better than ever. Okay. Well, that's the deal. Hopefully they'll be back better than ever. And it's not them. It's us. Mm, Wait, definitely it's us. us. It's them? Who <laughs> no, is I th- it? I think we are the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we own it. Uh, but come back soon. Lake U Restaurant. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. I don't know what it is about February 16th, but a lot of really um, dramatic things happened on this day in history in the past. Let me give you a couple of them. Um, Ten years ago, this was the uh, the day that Angelie, Angelina Jolie had her preventative double mastectomy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. And this was after she learned she had a genetically very high risk for breast cancer. So, so nothing, she, she made the choice. Yeah, if I'm reading this correctly, nothing necessarily showed up, but she said, because I'm such high risk, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Very, very tough. And it was big because I don't think any celebrity had really come forward and talked about that before. Yeah, and that was only 10 years ago. Uh, let's go back a couple more years than that. 16 years ago, today, Britney Spears, listen to the story, and I didn't really understand it this way. Remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? Most definitely. And everyone was like, oh my goodness, she's losing it. The story goes like this. She walks into a haircutting studio in Cali and with her bodyguards, asks the, the, uh, the, the salon person, can you shave my head? And the owner said, no way. Now think about that for a second. I can walk into a barbershop anywhere on earth right now Ask, and I got a lot of hair. And ask them, shave my head, and they will not question me. They'll say, yeah, of course, do it. All, all good. How much does that cost? She couldn't even have control of her own nope. hair. Well, would you want to be the, the person responsible for that? I mean, if, if, she, she, pay- if she did it and got upset or the media got upset and they said you did yeah, it, they put the blame like, on you. She's paying for it. This is the service she wants. She's paying for it. This is what she wants. She should get it. That must have made her feel so mm-hmm. angry. So powerless that with all the money in the world, I can't even walk into a salon and ask for a haircut. A controversial haircut, but a haircut. That was the state of her life. Yeah, so then she eventually did it herself. Yeah. And then everyone thought she was losing her mind, and she was having a moment, for sure. Um, Wow. So that's one that uh, is interesting to me. Also, uh, this day in history, 31 years ago, they retired uh, Magic Johnson's number. Um, the Lakers seem to have some of like the most magical people on their team. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, of course, and LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, um, just to say the few. Wow. So 
Anyway, that's just the 16th for you. It was a big day. It was a big day. I wonder what's going to happen today, then. Um, it's up to you what happens today. All right, make it the best day you can. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Brand new Pink album tomorrow morning. You'll hear that song and some new ones on Trustfall. That's the name of the album. Uh, speaking of trust, uh, we were talking earlier about Britney Spears' head shaving incident. And I was saying that, you know, when she originally got went to get her head shaved, the hairdresser wouldn't do it. And I thought that must have infuriated her. But I'm getting some uh, pushback now that there's a thing with hairdressers and doing uh, dramatic haircuts. Tell me more about this. I well, I just know some, and like my sister is a hairstylist, and I just know some hairdressers won't do certain things, especially if they know their clients really well. Like they don't want to cut bangs or chop all your hair off. Because, ladies, we know usually, you know, when you're trying to make some moves or maybe you've gone through a breakup. You, you had a big a little, chop, they call you it. Do, I, I did it. You did a big I chop. I did it. Year, like, I did the Victoria Beckham Bob 100 years ago. I had long hair, like, down past my chest. Mm. And I went through a breakup. And I'm like, cut it off. Give me the Spice Girls Bob. I want it. And then I cut all my hair off. And I was like, oh. Yeah, but that's not the hairdresser's fault. That's your decision. So, so, but some hairdressers, if you're close with them, will say like, "No, I'm not doing that. I know you're going through something. You're emotional. Like, go home and think about it." That would make me angry. Or they refuse to cut. They refuse <laughs> to cut your hair, or they don't want to do your bangs. So then you got to go cheat on them with someone else. You got to go cheat you. on them, or you have a couple glasses of wine and cut your own bangs. Why'd you go to her? Because I've I done you, that so often. You wouldn't give me what I wanted, <laughs> so I went to her. But I guess Britney Spears walking in in the state that she was in, and you know, asking—that's a lot of pressure. This big, the most, probably one of the most famous people in the world at that time is asking you to shave her head. I can see why they might have been like unsure of what to do. And I can also see why that would have, must have infuriated Britney. That would have put me over the edge if I was. And now there's that famous photo of her shaving her own head and that. So she took the thing and did it herself. Like you mean, I can't even get my own hair shaved. Ah! Well, anyway, today is the anniversary of that incident and the hair is all back. So it grows back. That's the, uh, that's the lesson there for me. Hair grows back. Anyway, uh, we're going to go into what's trending right after this. Mm-hmm. Uber uh, now has a new feature in the app that is going to help keep you a little safer. Okay. Or just spy on you. <laughs> Whoa. Uber riders, you're going to want to hear this. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Let me. Okay, I'm going to tell you about this new feature coming to the Uber app. And then I do want to tell you also about Rihanna's uh, Super Bowl rental. When you hear how much it cost, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Obviously big, beautiful mansion, but she's a celebrity. Somewhere got in, the Ari- money. in Arizona. Somewhere. She she basically could have bought a house with the amount she spent renting a house. Wow. Maybe not here in Toronto, but in, some, <laughs> in a suburb somewhere, maybe. Okay, so Uber is introducing a new feature to the app where you can record the audio of your drive. Now, it's not something that just automatically happens. You have to actually go into the app and download this thing, and then you have to click a feature when you get into your Uber to start the recording. So they're not just, well, the the driver can decide when he wants to record you, and you can decide when you want to record the driver. But you don't have to just have it on all the time. Okay. You get to decide if you want this. There better be like a very, very blatant notification that the recording has started. I really hope so. That's what I want to know. Because if like, this is the only thing. I Obviously, I understand why they have it for yeah. safety. And there sure. has been a lot of incidents. We need to keep the Uber driver safe and the people taking the ride safe. But <laughs> I have been in many an Uber with um, some friends that, you know, have enjoyed themselves that night. And the conversations <laughs> that are going on inside this Uber. I sit there with my friends sometimes and I'm like, can you keep your voice down? I know. And quit saying people's names. You never know who people know. I know. And, t- and Toronto's a big city, but it's a small town. It's a small town. And I've had some really controversial com- conversations with Uber drivers that I would never want anyone to hear. Right? I don't want you guys to know I feel that way. And now <laughs> so, they like, can record you. So it is a safety feature, but I'm like, it's also like a snitching feature. Yeah, it is. So I don't know how much. I don't know if I'm going to download that. Okay, so I was just, I, I love I love luxury real estate. I love looking at photos of homes. I love interior design, all that. And so I saw this and I just thought, wow. So she had to rent a home to get ready for the Super Bowl. She had to spend six nights there because she needed something nice and close to go to rehearsals. She stayed in a mansion that cost $85,000 a night. Wow. Not even a week, not even a month, not even a year, a night. Six nights there, so about five hundred and ten thousand dollars. So it was like basically the cost of a BMW M class every night. Yes. Well, when every night. Can you imagine? And for some people, that's that's a house. That's a whole house. That's a that's, that's a wild. condo. That's wild. 
just for just for six nights. And it wasn't even that like it was. It's pretty luxurious, but it only has I'm saying only five bedrooms, five bathrooms, and about six thousand square feet. Compared to, I watched the Travis Barker um, Architectural Digest last night, and his house is like 10,000 square feet. Yeah. So, like, this is kind of like a baby mansion, $85,000 a night. you have to remember, Rihanna is a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, this is nothing to her. She's in the Bezos Club. She's got that type of money. This was probably a steal for her. She was like, oh, wow, only 85K a night? Take it. Lock that down. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Very cool. Did you like the uh, pictures of her and the family? Oh my Both. goodness! Very cute, stunning, very very, stunning very cute photos. We we don't do we know the baby's name yet? No, no, we don't know the baby's name. And I, that, that's my I love hearing celebrity baby names. But the baby's got mommy's features. I'll tell you that much. Oh, as a completely Rihanna Rihanna's twin. Yeah, I see that. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum one zero four five. Selena Gomez joining Rema Rima. I hope I'm saying that right. I gotta I gotta nail that. But um, Nigerian. Afrobeats artist who's actually going to have a very very big weekend. Song. Oh my goodness! The song's great, right? Yeah. And if so you good. don't, if you don't know, Afrobeats is having such a moment in music right now. Afrobeats is everywhere. You might not listen to it a lot, but let me tell you, you're going to be hearing it a lot. Everyone's listening be. to Afrobeats right now. It's just really, really a great time because uh, music from Africa coming to North America and uh, just going global has been a long time coming. Uh, uh, Rima will be doing the NBA. Uh, all-Star Weekend, along with Burna Boy and Thames, who you've heard on the Justin Bieber song. Oh, my gosh. Or All of them? You've heard Justin Bieber on the Thames song, right? Yes. Burna Boy actually was here in, I think, this summer? Did a show here? Yeah. This summer during, like, Carnival Weekend, maybe? Yeah. It was, or, it was that, she... that show that I think that went a little sideways. Oh, yeah. Forget I said that. Anyway, <laughs> Burna Boy is great, Nothing though. to do with Burna Boy was to do with the organizers of the event. Right. But Burna Boy's album is incredible. One of the, the albums I've been having on repeat all year. So um, it'll be Thames, Burna Boy, and Rima uh, doing the NBA Half uh, Ooh, All-Star Weekend. Good. Also notable, our very own Julie Black. Julie Black will be singing the Canadian National Anthem for NBA All-Star Perfect. Weekend. How, oh, that's a perfect lineup. How great is that? Yeah. So big up, yo, Julie, Julie big up yourself. Big up yourself. Julie, I'm so excited for you. And we got to watch that. We got to support. So it's a good weekend. Or uh, all-star weekend. All right. Why does it feel like Friday? I know. It's not Friday. I have to keep reminding myself it's not Friday. Okay. It is definitely Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Richie Favalor is coming up next. He's got your next birthday jackpot shot at 11 o'clock. And then we'll do it again at 1 and 4. And then tomorrow is the last day for birthday jackpot. So... Lock and load so we can load your pockets with that money. Chum 104.5. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.